Hi, everybody. Welcome to Getting Woke with Dr. Chi. I tend to be pretty active on the Clubhouse app, and I was pretty shocked to hear several Black women tell me that they had been referred to as bedwench because they were dating a white man. And they said that it had been black men who had called them that term. And I thought, wow, that is such a vile term to use. And it's one so rooted in slavery that it's obviously to me that people who would use that term have a slave mentality when they're thinking about interracial marriage. And I say this especially because I don't think I've ever heard a black man referred to in that way or a white woman who dates black men I don't think I've ever heard black men refer to these white women as like bed wenches of black men so it's like a very particular type of like misogynoir that is rooted in slavery that these people are using to demean black women I think it's horrific when they when I heard the term I was horrified that anybody would use such language today But some people really do have a slave mentality, particularly when it comes to black women trying to find love wherever they can. Clubhouse is like some place where people are just saying some really interesting things. So I guess this will be my Clubhouse episode. So there was this black man on Clubhouse and he was explaining how he dated black women and then things happened and he ended up getting a white woman pregnant not once but twice apparently and that now he has mixed children. So he sees his children as black because they're mixed. And he said that both of his daughters only date white men. And I was like, oh, that's such an interesting dynamic. It reminded me a lot of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle and just thinking about the identity of their children or the identities of their children, right? There's no guarantee that they'll share an identity. And I wondered, wow, like if, you know, his two daughters end up marrying white guys and they have children, their children could very well be very, very pale or not, but most likely they will be. And I remember saying something like, well, you know, black people are only 13% of the population. And if all black people interracially married, we wouldn't exist in a couple of generations. You would have thought like I'd thrown a bomb into a crowd of people. Like people were like screaming like, oh my God, I believe that. How could you? How dare she say that? But then I just remember, look, isn't that the history of Virginia and like the South where you've got all these white people who have grandparents that were black and depending on where they were in the South, they changed the laws so that, you know, you could only marry a person who was white if you had like less than one eighth black blood or less than one fourth black blood or less than one thirty second black blood and how you could be white or black depending on which state you were in. So if you were in Virginia, there was one set of rules. If you moved in South Carolina, there were another set of rules. If you moved to North Carolina, there were another set of rules. So I think about all of these white people 
who have black racial ancestry. Sometimes I wonder to myself, how many white people know that their ancestors were also enslaved black people? Particularly if you have roots in the South. Like This is just like common sense, but maybe it's not so common. But anywho, I was just thinking, well, those would just be the white people of the future. who may or may not be aware of that black ancestry because they look indistinguishable from most of the white people in the United States. And I don't say this as somebody who is against interracial marriage at all. I think that people should love whomever they want to love. And if they don't like black women, then don't come near me, (laughs) right? But the reality is that you've got the history of France, right? Southern France had plenty of people who were, you know, enslaved Africans and people who are the descendants of enslaved Africans who moved to the south of France because of slavery in the Caribbean, right? And because of, you know, just taking people from Africa, from their homeland to France to work for free. And over time, they end up becoming racially mixed and their descendants become white. Or even thinking about that film that was popular a few years ago that told the story of a black girl who had ancestry of, um, she had, she had, her ancestors were enslaved people in Jamaica. She became um, a part of a British household in the 1800s and how she ended up marrying a white guy. Well, I wonder where her children are today or her, her descendants are today because my guess is they're probably white too. So I say all this not out of a sense of like, we have to protect the race, but out of a sense of well, I'd like my I'd like for black people to exist in the future in the United States and not in a hostile way, but in a like let's all love one another and be kind to one another way. People were very angry and the thing that they were angry about was something that was really surprising. They were angry that I said that black people were 13% of the U.S. population. They're like, how dare you? I I refuse to believe it. That is a complete lie. I was like, oh, are you outing yourself as somebody who does not fill out your census form? I wanted to say that, but I wasn't going to because people were already angry at me. So I just reject that. And I was like, dude, you've never been to the cornfields of Illinois where I went to to undergrad, right? Like, you haven't been to Nebraska, or Montana, or Oregon, right? There's a lot of places in this country that you have not been. You haven't been to Iowa, you know, or there's just a lot of white, there are a lot of white people living in the United States. Like, even if like, you don't believe the numbers, like if you just leave, you know, your, you know, your environment, maybe your immediate surroundings, you'll see that this country has quite a lot of white people. I lived in Massachusetts. That was the whitest place I've ever lived in my life. Whitest place ever. And I was just thinking, wow, dude, if you think that black people are not 13% of this country, then you have not been to the places I've been because I've seen some things. I've seen some things. And it's not like I came came up with these ideas out of nowhere. Like this was literally the policy of the Brazilian government. So in my book that I wrote, called Boundaries of Love, Interracial Marriage, and the Meaning of Race, which was published in 2019 with NYU Press, yay. I discuss how Brazilian elites, you know, at the end of slavery were shocked by all these black and brown people in their country. In 1888, they're like, whoa, 
everybody's undergoing this industrial revolution thing and we'd like to do the same thing, but we have a lack of people who are dependent on wages to earn a living. It's like, you could have just paid the people who were formerly enslaved, but no, Brazilians were not not about that life. They were like, you know what? We can kill two birds with one stone. We can industrialize our nation, modernize our nation, our economy, and we can whiten our population by bringing out these European immigrants to help us whiten the population. The idea was that the people who were formerly enslaved and their descendants were dying out. They had really high infant mortality. They had really low um, life expectancy and a slew of poor health conditions that come from living in a society where it is literal it was literally less expensive to just purchase a new enslaved African or a new enslaved person than to take care of a sick you know slave or to, to you know take care of an elderly slave. Like instead of taking care of the elderly slave in Brazil what they would often do was manumit the enslaved Africans or enslaved Afro-descendants, so they wouldn't have to take care of them in their old age. Like, okay, now you're free. Bye. And then we go buy a new one, right? That was the mentality in Brazil, which was very different from the United States, where enslaved people were more expensive because Brazil is just closer to Africa. All this to say that at the beginning of the 1900s, the Brazilian government decided to bring in a bunch of Europeans They were hoping they would get the Swedes and the Norwegian types. And instead they got the Italians and the, you know, Spaniards, the Germans, right? Think about Giselle Bunchen, the wife of Tom Brady, the football player. Like she's one of those descendants, right, of Brazilians who migrated from Germany. And so that was the policy of Brazil. And it didn't work in Brazil. because people were no longer enslaved, they were able to build better lives for themselves. And so all these intellectuals and scholars and uh, political elites and thinkers were like, oh my gosh, look, we thought that they were dying out, but actually their population is growing. It's booming. Oh, this is not what we expected. Well, let's come up with a new narrative. Whitening is not going to work for our society. Instead, what we're going to do is we're going to embrace our blackness. We're going to embrace the African elements of our society, but only in terms of music and dance, not in terms of actual intellectuals or black thought or you know black contributions to technology. No, no, no. We're just going to think about them as singers and dancers, you know, shuckers and jivers for us. I just find it interesting because Brazil is a country that used to have a majority population of black people, right? The majority of people in 1888, when abolition happened in Brazil, were Afro-Brazilian. That is not the case in the United States, right? The majority of people in the United States are white. And so if, if at random everybody racially mixed, in a couple of generations, there could purportedly not be people communities or populations that exist today or it could be that whiteness would retract itself to only include people who you know have no racially mixed ancestry or maybe we'd be back in like you know back in the day where people would have to prove their racial ancestry by showing their um birth records and their um their ancestry all i know is that i would like for black people to exist in the future in the united states and i would also like for asians Asian Americans exist in the United States, as well as Latinos. You know, I think that all of us should continue to exist and that race mixture should not be used to try to wipe us out. 
or as a latent function where it's just like under undercover something that happens unexpectedly and an unintended consequence of racial mixing. This is Dr. Chi and I'm complete. I'm reading the book, The Company We Keep, Interracial Friendships and Romantic Relationships from Adults, Adolescence to Adulthood by Cal Joyner and Balistreri. And one of the things that I'm finding in this book is that there's this huge gap in terms of black youth according to gender, in terms of who they date and have friendships with. One of the things I'm seeing in the book, or one of the findings of the book, is that black women are far less likely to date interracially than um, black men. Or black girls are far less likely to date. One of the findings is that black adolescent females are less likely to date interracially than black adolescent men or males. Um, and they argue that, um, so thinking about those comments of calling black women who date white guys bed wenches made me realize that that might be a reason why black women are avoiding relationships with, with white men, that they know that it's extremely taboo in their circles. So this will be my last episode of the season. And I hope that you guys enjoy listening to past episodes if you miss the podcast. I plan to come back sometime in October. I'm going to take a break for a couple of months to you know, reorganize, reset my life. And I will talk to you guys soon. Take care. Wello, thank you for listening to Getting Woke with Dr. Chi. You can follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter at at Chinyure Usuji. I'm also on Instagram at Chi from the Shy. Um, and I hope to talk to you guys soon. Enjoy your day.